All right, let's get it. Marvel Animations X-Men 97 official trailer. I want to get right into it. Plus, it's not really much to it. Uh, this trailer is only a minute and 47 seconds long, man. He dropped it a little while ago, but I had some commentary and trailers to do. But here we are, man. Um, and it's like I said before that, you know, if if Marvel can't get it done live action um, and, you know, if Marvel ended, I won't even say they ended the X-Men series on a bad note with Dark Phoenix. It's just that it was very unceremonious, man. I, I've, I've always felt like that. I had such high hopes for Dark Phoenix, um, and it's not that it was a bad movie. X-Men is kind of like the Nightmare on Elm Street series, where even the weak entries, I still enjoy a lot, um, with the exception of that fucking 2010 remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. That was just awful. But the original series is what I'm talking about. But with the X-Men movies, they do vary, man. Um, I, I love that first one. I think when it came out in the 2000s, it was definitely a game changer, man. It broke so, many, so much ground for superhero movies man and it was while kids loved it it is definitely geared more towards adults for the most part man especially with the um you know some some of the innuendo and and some of the things that are going on throughout the course of the the movie and the series for that matter I, but i think that first one is great it definitely paved the way for the rest of the movies the second one i saw in the theater and i i've learned to like appreciate it more and stop sleeping on it but i do think the second one drags for a really good portion of it and i just didn't really care about the whole subplot with wolverine and striker and striker kept popping up like don't you know who you are logan i can tell you with the fortune cookie like i didn't really care about that went to the movies to see x-men the last stand still my favorite sequel in the series now i do go back and forth i think picking logan is a cheat code because that shit is just it's it's one of the greatest comic book movies of all time and it doesn't even play out like a comic book movie it plays out like a western it plays out um like like so many different things and it breaks so many different rules man it is the ultimate cheat code of superhero movies comic book movies um but I do sometimes, I'm starting to go back and forth as far as which sequel is the best in the X-Men franchise. Uh, I go back and forth now, nowadays, with X3 The Last Stand and Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past is, it was such a, you know, I didn't hate the movies that came before it, but it was such a return to form for the franchise, man. And it was just, it, 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 it was just, they swung for the fences, man. It was a home run in every sense of the word. But then you had, um, you know, X-Men Origins Wolverine. I don't hate that shit like everybody else does. I think that it's the darkest in tone for the X-Men movies. Uh, I think that Taylor Kitsch could have been, people could have warmed up to him had he had more to do. I think Kevin Duran was underrated as Blob in there. I think Lee Schreiber, not only is he an underrated actor, but he was a great and scary saber tooth, man. It's some good things going on with it, but I think overall as an origin story, it kind of missed the mark for everybody. Then you had X-Men First Class, another good return to form for the series. You know, I'm talking so much about the live action movies because I don't think we're going to get one of those anytime soon, man, especially with the way that they just introduced the, the new casting for the Fantastic Four. I think Fantastic Four is more of a priority as far as live action movies go for MCU than than X-Men is, which is a fucking crime, man. I think that X-Men is a much popular property. I think that they have a better track record than uh, th than the Fantastic Four. You know, this is the third time that they've been trying to get the Fantastic Four off the ground, but maybe third time's a charm. As far as X-Men animated goes, 
um i loved that 90s animated series man i loved everything about it i did check out at some point but i stuck in there as long as i could and i and i'll never regret it because it was it was the best shit ever you know it's when you come home from school and whether you want to get the homework done first or get it done afterwards you're gonna watch that shit you know i remember i had some of the episodes on vhs then they came out with like I think it was uh, X-Men Evolution, you know, where they had the younger generation of X-Men. I, I think Storm's nephew was one of the people in there. I, I, I hung in there, man. But once I found out they were doing this X-Men 97 thing, I said, OK, um, I want to see how the animation looks. I want to see what characters they introduce. Obviously, it's, it's, it's going to come fast. It's going to come really fast. And, um, you know, pause get your minds out the gutter. When I said that, all right, I did not mean it like that, but this trailer, like I said, let's just get into it. People I'm tired of talking. They dropped this eight hours ago. Shout out to Marvel entertainment. Like I said, it's only a minute and 47 seconds long, but I'm hoping to see that. I love in the thumbnail Cyclops is right there in your face. Cyclops is a field general. He is a leader, a team leader, and they did not do shit with him in the live action movies. So if we got to get Cyclops in the forefront and doing what he's supposed to do in X-Men 97, then damn it, I'm all for it because they had James Morrison do all or nothing through three movies and when they killed him in part three everybody was like they killed cyclops and it's like people forget cyclops was even in the movies because he didn't have anything to do but here we go people let's get into this um trailer reaction for marvel animations x-men 97 i'll hit the play button in three two one watch the series finale of x-men next saturday morning check your local listings i'm grateful to have the we breaking the fourth wall here goodbye i am Lies in our hands now. Sound like James Hong. The X Men. Okay. Mm hmm. We have to stay vigilant. The professor entrusted us with his dream. So, y'all just gonna kill Professor X off, huh? They raise the stakes. I like it. That's a sentinel hand? Yep. Mm hmm. Let's get it. I knew they had to have Gambit up in there. Yes, yes. That's Bishop? Uh-huh. Let's go, Storm. Jubilee? Yes, yes. Rogue, yes. Sentinels, yes. Yes! <laughs> Let's go! Magneto, the last will and testament of Charles Xavier. Everything he built now belongs to me. Not quite. Because they're going to beat your ass by the end of it. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm... I'm probably about to get disowned by a lot of X-Men fans out there. I don't even know who the fuck that guy is with the white hair. Um, is that uh, Thomas Ian Griffith from Cobra Kai? I don't know. But obviously he's the big baddie. And you're sitting there talking shit to all the X-Men at once, talking shit about Charles Xavier. You know you're going to get that ass. Listen, 
just, he better be prepared for what's going to happen. But I'm assuming he's going to be so powerful that the X-Men can't even take him down in the first, uh, you know, in the first fight sequence. But, yo, this looks so fucking good. This is taking me back to my childhood, people. This is taking me back to those moments it's taking me back to one mo- one magical moment in my childhood i'm gonna share with y'all man i think i don't remember if it was like book reports or whatever it was but it was something we would get in school and if we took it to pizza hut they would give us like a free personal pan pizza and i remember one of them shits came with the fucking x-men vhs tape i oh my god and it was a little red button they gave me too i'm telling y'all man there was a seed i got hype as fuck right there was a seed where wolverine was running and Gambit jumped on his back, and Gambit's, like, energy went into Wolverine's claws, and then right after that, Cyclops is calling the shot. Cyclops had his Avengers Assemble moment, and that's what the fuck I'm talking about, because the movies acted like Cyclops was not ever in charge, man. You know, I know Wolverine is a top villain, like, arguably one of the most popular characters in the X-Men universe, but Cyclops, that's something that always bothered me. Like, and it's not that they didn't give him anything to do at all. They didn't give him anything to do in these movies that was memorable. Like in the first movie, the best moment that he's got is, um, you know, where he looks at, you know, Wolverine. I think Wolverine's like, you want to get out of my way? And Wolverine grips him up. And Cyclops kind of looks down at Wolverine. Then he looks back at Professor X like, yo, now if I fuck him up, then we're going to have blood on this on this rug that you just bought, Professor X. Like, what you want me to do? But the best, the most memorable scene for Cyclops, unfortunately, in that first movie is when, um, what is it? When they're, they're looking for Rogue at the train station. And Ray Park, who plays uh, Toad, Toad flicks his tongue while he's on the ceiling and takes Cyclops' goggles off. And he shoots his lasers into the roof of the, the train station by mistake. That's like the mo- That was in the trailer. Like, that's one of the most memorable. That is the most memorable scene for me. Then in the second one, I did like that, you know, they put the little proper drop of drip drip on the back of his neck. And they turned him evil for a little bit. And I love that part where... You know, he he does his optic blast and then it blows <laughs> it blows through the wall and Wolf not Wolverine, uh, Magneto and Mystique are on the ground and he's like, This is one level's quarrel, we can't get involved in, my dear. I remember being in the theater and everybody cracked the fuck up at that scene. Then in part three, he just dies. You know, he just dies. He's all distraught about Jean dying and then he sees her and then he just dies. They don't give him anything to do. They gave Ty Sheridan way more to do as Cyclops in uh in the later movies, you know, as the younger version. But cyclops in these in the comics and in the animated series in particular man i always remember him being in the on the front line calling shots and the fact that they didn't get a chance to do that in the movies is 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 again it's another crime but i love that they're doing it here man Uh, i love that bishop is just a regular that's there he's not just he's literally on a mission with them he's on the ship so he's not I don't think he's just going to pop up and use his powers and just, you know, they're not going to do him dirty. And I'm glad um, Jubilee Jubilee was always present in uh, in the animated series, man. And that's another character in the live action movies that they gave shit to do. She pops up. They give her that jacket. So, you know who she is and they don't give her shit to do. So if Jubilee gets her comeuppance in, in the, you know, in X-Men 97 animated series, I'm cool with that. I love that. Obviously they got to have the love, um, you know, the, the love angle, the romance angle with, with Scott and Jean, that's a given storm. I want storm to get a lot to do in here. And I, I love that, you know, it's kind of sad that professor X, you see his funeral, 
um, scene in there, but it's going to raise the stakes, man. It takes it back to Logan, where Professor X dies. You know, X-24 or whatever it was, the clone of, of Wolverine kills him, and he dies in that movie, man. So I think without Professor... It's one of the reasons I love X-Men 3, because they kill him off, and a lot of people had a problem with it, but no, it raises the stakes because... You know, while these people are on the front line and they're 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 fighting and using their powers and shit, once Professor X is gone, I feel like it raises the stakes in a way where it's like, oh shit, if they kill him off, then anybody can get murked off at this point, man. I, I love that it, it 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 the tension rises at that point. You know, when you've got the guy who everybody's been under his tutelage and everybody's been kind of protected for the most part by this guy who, who's at the head of this school once he's gone it's it's one of those what do we do now type of moments man i love it and i love that the sentinels are back the sent you can't you can't do this series without the sentinels man and that's another thing we got cheated out of in um in x-men 3 we get the sentinels in the danger room sequence and we don't get a lot of it. I think they were taken out of the movie. The original script had more of the Sentinels, if I'm not mistaken. But then we got them in um, we got them in Days of Future Past. We got like a futuristic alien looking version. And then we got the more, not more um, classic version because they took some liberties with the design. But for the most part of what the Sentinels were, you did get that. And uh, Magneto was on some bullshit with those. But I, I, I like um, I like this trailer, man. They know they know what the fans want. They know what the fuck we're here for, and they are delivering on that promise. I do like that they kind of break the fourth wall, and they got, you know, they start off with the original series, the animated series on that TV, and then we get right into, you know, uh, the the new stuff, man. Let's let's watch this one more again because I, I'm loving this genre. Finale of X-Men next Saturday morning. Check your local I'm grateful to have the chance to say goodbye. I am proud of you all. She's like, who kept saying that? Then you got the classic music, too. We have to stay vigilant. The professor entrusted us with his dream. No matter how dark it is. We must believe in each other. We get this done by working together as a team. Jeez, Bob. Keep buzzing in my ear. You got the classic Wolverine talking shit to Cyclops. It has to happen. That shot looks great, man. Firework shot. <laughs> Yo, that's that Wolverine Gambit moment is everything. I'm sorry. To me, my X-Men. I'm surprised Wolverine didn't give him a hard time about that. Like, what you mean, my? Magneto, the last will and Oh wait, that's uh Charles Xavier. Everything he built. Now. Oh, that is Magneto. I thought that I thought he was saying Magneto. Then he said the last will and testament of Chuck. But that that um, that's Magneto. So I'm guessing is that book steel? Is that a steel metal book? Because if that is Magneto, he just made it float towards. Uh, let me go back a couple frames just to make sure. Let me see what this is. 
Magneto. Yeah, because when he turned around, I'm thinking he was saying that out his mouth. But when he turns around, he's turning around because somebody called his name. Magneto's old as fuck. They really got him looking like Thomas Ian Griffith. Or he looks like Thomas Ian Griffith. Or he almost he almost looks like one of the misfits from Jim. Like if they just got like some Botox and just didn't age. <laughs> Listen, people, if you don't know what I'm talking about, please Google Jim. Jim and the Holograms. Not the movie. Fuck that movie. It was terrible. The animated series, Jim and the Holograms, man. He looks like one of the misfits. Either one of the misfits that got some shit done to their face and just aged terribly. Or, you know, one of the misfits that just... um got kicked out the group or maybe auditioned to be one and just didn't make it hold on let me let me see who is okay so i i pause it again there's cyclops they look like they just got finished working out and magneto probably just stormed the fort and you know undetected and they found him snooping around in professor x's office but i see jubilee i see storm wolvie i see cyclops i see gene i see beast um beast looks amazing by the way i see bishop I see Gambit. I didn't I didn't recognize Gambit. He's got a fucking do-rag on his head, but I saw that the do-rag is ruby pretty much. It's almost the same color as Rogue's hair, but it's it's a ruby do-rag and I looked at his eyes. I'm like, "Okay, that's Gambit. Rogue is behind him." Who the fuck is that? Like there's a person with no nose, white eyes, a, a, a pale skin, bald head, red headband. I I have no idea who that is. I don't. Let me let me look at uh I want to look at this cast here to see who is in the um who is in this cast there's a reason people i did not say who did the uh the voice acting it's because i didn't recognize anybody so nightcrawler pops up somewhere is that more is that morph that can't be morph can't be morph mr sinister i i i don't know uh but yo i did not know i didn't even realize when i looked at the the, the cast here jp carliac does the voice of morph man i'm so glad that he is going to pop up i don't know if that's him or not um I, i'm not sure but i'm glad to see that name man but this shit man i you know i told myself i was going to make a list of not just anime but um i told myself i was going to make a list of uh just animated movies in general movies tv shows because i feel like i am missing out man and i feel like like as i said when the live action shit can't get it done you know there's a reason that people gravitate more towards the dc animated movies than they do the live action ones because they said the storylines are way better the action is way better the characters are way better represented and I can believe it. You know, as much as I love the DC and, and even the Marvel movies, too, they say the same thing about that. But I feel like I'm depriving myself with not being on this animated shit as much as I should, man. Even my daughter is trying to put me on to, um, you know, a lot of these animated movies. And it's not just Pixar shit, man, because she's getting a little more into anime and things like that. So, you know, every five minutes she's asking me, you know, have I have I seen this one or she's drawing a picture of an anime character or somebody from an animated series or something. So I feel like I'm missing out, man. I, I hope this is the one to get me back into. Uh, I love this. Um, this poster for it, too. It says new episodes, new era. But the X-Men 97 poster for the series, um, it is VHS tapes with each character. And it's spelling out X-Men 97 at the bottom of it. And the first VHS tape is Rogue. And then there's Gambit. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Jubilee, Gambit, Rogue, Beast, uh, Cyclops, Storm, Jean, 
Wolverine Bishop. I, it's so good to see Bishop. Because if you listen, if you ain't gonna give me Bishop in a live action movie like you was supposed to years ago, then yeah, just bring him back in this series for sure, man. I'm I'm glad they did that because they casted Omar Sy from Jurassic World in um <clears throat> as, as as Bishop in Days of Future Past, and they did it was good to see him. He's in one of the best opening sequences, actually the best opening sequence in the entire X-Men franchise, and that is Days of Future Past, but they, I feel like, had you would have just focused, I know the plot didn't, it wasn't planned to focus on the opening of that movie, it was a time travel movie, go back in time and change some shit up, I get it, but can, we should have, we were robbed of a movie that took place in that post-apocalyptic X-Men world with those suits, with those characters, they had fucking Bishop team up with Blink, warpath sunspot recipe shout out to the actor that plays sunspot too like uh there, there was so many people that you know Iceman and colossus they were squad up and then they were met by the og x-men you know at, later on after that opening sequence man i i, I wish we would have gotten a post-apocalyptic x-men movie but <clears throat> actually we did it was called logan people if you haven't seen it but I, you know another thing before i close this out people i want to see what the emotional weight of this is going to be because that's something that always <clears throat> always played into the x-men um animated series it wasn't the fact that it was very political which the movies also are but it was emotional you know not only did you care about the x-men you gave a fuck about who was going to make it out of these situations alive who was going to make it back to the to the mansion um you know who was going to betray this person who was going to be brainwashed into doing this and doing that man um and there was a little clip that they I was on IMDb and you know how the trailer always plays by itself, but they showed Jubilee just having the time of her life while everybody's just trying to be serious. I love Jubilee's character, man, but it's good to see the the X-Men getting some uh, getting some well-deserved dues on screen again, man. And again, if we can't get a live action right now, this should hold fans over. I think this was a great trailer. Um, shit, I need to start doing trailers for more animated series and movies, man, but... <clears throat> almost choked on my spit people oh and i didn't even mention nightcrawler is in here i i don't know where is he at i didn't i don't recall seeing him in the trailer but nightcrawler is another great character you cannot forget about i'm wondering are they going to bring um are they going to bring bishop not bishop uh, what's the name cable are they going to bring cable into the mix I'm, I'm curious to see i don't know if he necessarily is needed here if they don't bring him i'm actually fine with that but it, it'd be nice like i can't wait to see what type of what type of cameos they give to certain x-men so yeah people I'm, I, I love this trailer man this is probably um you know we've been getting some really good trailers lately man whether it was this whether it was uh kingdom of the planet of the apes godzilla and kong it's been so much good shit man and um i, I hate to sound like a broken record if we're gonna keep doing superhero comic book trailers can we get the fucking can we get the toxic avenger the crow and hellboy damn I don't think I'm asking for a lot, man. Maybe I'm the only person that actually wants those trailers. I I can't be. Y'all out there, y'all know y'all want the Crow Hellboy. I, I feel like people don't really give a shit about Hellboy because it's not Ron Perlman. But y'all know y'all want the Crow trailer. I said it before. Y'all know y'all want that trailer and y'all know y'all want the Toxic Avenger because everybody loved that teaser. I was a little disappointed with it, but it wasn't until I saw the movie that Macon Blair did um, called I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. And I said, oh, this is the guy that's doing toxic vendor yeah i'm down for it but i'm down for this too but y'all already know
where to go, man. And if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker Radio, Public, Podbean, and Podcast Addict. Shout out to Spotify for podcasters. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. And last but certainly not least, shout out to the two, the reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. This, um, not gonna lie, man, uh, this, this, being as though it is, by the time you guys get this, it'll be next week. It'll be next week, but I'm on a roll this week, man. I'm very, I can say this to you guys, I'm very proud of how consistent I've been. This is how I should be every week, man. I've been pretty locked in. I've been trying to tune out a lot of shit that's been going on, but like I said, this is this is the happy place. This is the padded cell, and how the fuck did I not realize Jean Grey is pregnant in this shot of the trailer? The shot where Magneto flies the last will and testament over the Charles uh, over the Cyclops while all the X-Men are at the front door. Jean I didn't even realize Jean Grey's holding her stomach. She's holding her stomach. Now, I got to hold on people because i i didn't even know i'm ready to close this shit out and and end this episode for y'all hold on hold on man because we we're, we're not about to play these games i did not know cyclops shot the club up and got her pregnant i did not know that jean gray cyclops child who is their child is their child okay nathan summers is cyclops child with well wait with madeline Pryor, a clone of jean gray okay so are we what are we doing here what are we doing Yo, I listen. This is news to me, man. I don't know why I thought their their um I don't know why I thought their their child was like Havoc or some shit, but I think Havoc is Cyclops' brother. Is his name Havoc? Whoever Lucas Till played in uh Days of Future Past in in uh what was he? He was in Days of Future Past briefly. He was in X-Men First Class, and I think he died in uh X-Men Apocalypse, letting off his um, you know, like his his middle optic blast thing out of his chest or whatever. But Nathan, like what? Nathan Summers. Okay, so this says Nathan was sent to the future to be cured of a techno organic virus and came back as old as the older cable. Okay, people, I'm done. This is you know when we start getting into this time travel shit, then it, you know it's 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 going to make my head explode. I'm better off trying to figure out the you know the the actual storyline and how the time travel in Terminator franchise makes sense. I'm not going to do it. I'm not about to play these games with y'all. If y'all know more than I do and can explain it in lamest terms, then then let me know just send it in people but y'all already know the love and support y'all show me i show it back to y'all tenfold and then some so with that being said people yours truly romero tudor another episode of tudor reviews in the can i'll check y'all on the next one